This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سجعات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Brothers and sisters, we are all going through trials and tribulations, stresses, things that make us anxious and worried. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests us in ways where other people may not be tested and the masjid has recently launched a campaign talking about the dangers of dangerous driving and it said that one or 16 minutes after every 16 minutes a person's life is changed forever as a result of dangerous driving and there are many other risks dangers that we are exposed to inside the home and outside the home. And I'm sure I don't need to mention those dangers and those risks that we are exposed to and our families are exposed to. But I want to mention <clears throat> from the ways in which one can protect himself from the dangers and the trials and tribulations which he may end up facing or he may be facing right now. And from those ways, brothers and sisters, in fact, from the most effective ways of seeking protection from these things is by the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Increasing in one's remembrance of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, If you remember me, I will remember you. And from the most valuable, from the best types of remembrances, is istighfar, seeking forgiveness in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abu Musa al-Ash'ari radiallahu an, he said, kana lana amanan. He said, we used to have two sources of security. And he said, ahaduhuma, one of those has gone. And that was the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam. And then he said, wabaqiya al-istighfar. And istighfar is still with us. Fa'idha dhahaba halakna. And if istighfar goes, then we're going to be destroyed. Istighfar, brothers and sisters, saying astaghfirullah, seeking the forgiveness and repentance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a regular basis is something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself encourages us, rather he commands us to do in the Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Wastaghfirullah, seek the forgiveness of Allah, inna Allah ghafoorur rahim. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most uh, forgiving, the most merciful. Allah azza wa says, وَأَنِ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ Seek the forgiveness of your Lord. Brothers and sisters, istighfar, this remembrance of saying astaghfirullah, isn't something which should be underrated or taken lightly. In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to say it, which means there's an immense amount of good in the istighfar that we make. From the virtues of istighfar, brothers and sisters, is looking at the actions of the Prophet and his statement regarding istighfar. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, make istighfar, for verily I make istighfar 70 times every single day. The Prophet ﷺ was somebody whose past and future sins were already forgiven. But even then he would continuously make istighfar because of the barakah and the blessing and the benefits of making istighfar. From the benefits, brothers and sisters, of making istighfar, is that when one makes istighfar, it helps remove stress and anxiety. It's one of those things which is like a stress reliever. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, مَنْ لَزِمَ istighfar, Whoever holds on to istighfar, doesn't leave istighfar, جَعَلَ اللَّهُ مِنْ كُلِّ ضَيْقٍ مَخْرَجًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will find for him a way out from every distress. وَمِنْ كُلِّ هَمٍ فَرَجًا And from every source of sadness, a relief. وَيَرْزُقُهُمْ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ And he will provide for him from ways he never even imagined. Meaning it will be a source of sustenance for you. And every single one of us has sources of distress, has things which stress them out. If it's our health or our families or work, whatever the case may be, I can guarantee there is nobody here who doesn't have something that's stressing them, that's a source of trial or tribulation in their lives. But one of the ways that one can ease this is by making istighfar. Furthermore, brothers and sisters, istighfar is a source of sustenance. It provides sustenance, not only with regards to good deeds in the Akhirah, but it can provide sustenance in this world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Nuh salam said to his people, فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا Nuh salam, he said to his people, seek forgiveness in Allah. Make istighfar. Verily, he is the one who is the most forgiving. And then Nuh salam, what did he say? He mentioned the virtues and the benefits of istighfar. He said, Rain will come in abundance from the heavens. Allah says that you will be given. Nuh السلام, he said to his people, And you will be given an increase in wealth. And children. And you will be given gardens. And you will be given rivers. This shows us brothers and sisters, the virtue of istighfar, the benefits of istighfar. A person sometimes neglects istighfar or the remembrance of Allah generally because he feels like he doesn't have time. He has to work, he has to make money. But in fact, istighfar is one of the sources of provision in this world. From the virtues of istighfar, brothers and sisters, is that when a person makes istighfar, Prior to supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his dua will be responded to by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sulaiman alayhi salam, when he made dua, 
for a kingdom that no one else would have except him. He made dua and he said, Rabbi Oh my Lord, forgive me. Wahabli mulkan and give me a kingdom that nobody else will have after me. But it's amazing that Suleiman he begins this dua not asking for whatever he's asking for from the dunya, from the kingdom which he wanted and which Allah Azza wa blessed him with, that nobody else after him had. His dua was responded to. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he responded to his dua as a result of the istighfar of Suleiman in this dua first and foremost. And of course, he's a prophet of Allah, he's a messenger of Allah. But the wisdom in which he makes this dua, starting with istighfar, shows us brothers and sisters the value and the importance of istighfar. And so istighfar, brothers and sisters, is something which we should make. And maybe we make it after salah, the sunnah, which is to make istighfar three times after the salah. But I also want us to think about whether or not we consciously know what we're saying when we make istighfar. Because after every single salah a person makes istighfar, maybe it ends up becoming something of a routine. And it becomes something we're saying with our tongues, but our heart isn't really responding. It's not reacting to seeking forgiveness in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness of our sins. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove this burden of sins which may affect us on the day of judgment. And Imam al-Hasan al-Basri, rahimahullah, he would say, istighfaruna yahtaju ila istighfar. He would say, our istighfar requires istighfar. Because when people make istighfar, and this was during his time, he would say that people aren't sincere. They don't know what they're saying. They're just, saying, they're just saying it as a force of habit. It's become such a habit, they say it over and over again. They're not even conscious of what they're saying. They're not really paying attention to the words and to the meaning. And they're not sincere when they make istighfar. And this was during the time of Imam al-Hasan al-Basri, rahimahullah, the early generations. And in our times, brothers and sisters, it's even more of an issue that we say things we make adhkar, we recite the Qur'an, we may be making istighfar, but that istighfar is simply something we're saying with our tongues, but it's not being responded to in our hearts. We don't feel that we're making istighfar and seeking forgiveness in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from our hearts. And so Imam al-Hasan al-Basri, he said, istighfaruna yahtaju ila istighfar. Our istighfar in fact requires istighfar, because our istighfar isn't good enough, it's insincere. We're not consciously thinking about istighfar. When we're making istighfar, when we're saying istighfar. Imam al-Hasan al-Basri rahimahullah, he also said, أَكْثِرُ مَنَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارِ Make lots of istighfar. فِي بُيُوتِكُمْ In your homes, and on your beds, and on the streets, and in your marketplaces, and in your gatherings. And then he said rahimahullah, wherever you may be, make istighfar. Because you don't know when Allah's forgiveness is going to descend upon you. You have no idea. It's not just something you say after salah, brothers and sisters. Istighfar is something you can say wherever you may be. Whether you're driving, whether you're in your homes, whether you're about to sleep, whether you're waking up, whether you're at work, whether you're in the marketplaces, whether you're shopping. Regardless of your circumstances, one should be making istighfar on a regular basis. And when one makes istighfar, it's a source of protection. 
It's a source of sustenance. It's a source of relief. And it may be the case that just one of your istighfar that you make in the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as a result of that istighfar, He forgives you. Also, brothers and sisters, one of the scholars of the past, he spoke about istighfar. And he said, nothing will be better for the slave in the grave as a companion than the one who makes lots of istighfar. And there are other narrations which speak about people who had dreams of people who had passed away from the righteous. And they would ask those righteous people what has benefited them in the grave that they did when they were alive. And they would say istighfar. Istighfar has benefited me the most. So brothers and sisters, one needs to reflect on istighfar and the importance of istighfar. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he helps us increase now with istighfar on a regular basis. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات إن الله يأمركم بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم الجليل يذكركم واشكره على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله أعلى وأولى وأكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقيم الصلاة. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.